It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez on Fox Sports 1450. Powered by Nova Insurance Services. Ensure your most prized possessions. KTZR Tucson in iHeartRadio Station. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm Steve Rivera. He's Jay Gonzalez. Got our boy Noah in today. Just kind of have our interns in line here, which is cool. <laughs> uh, Jay, what's going on? You know, you know, the, there's a lot of stuff, Steve. You know, breaking news is going to be. I don't think we're going to get to all of it. There's just a lot of little things going on. Yeah, it's like this pause before the final four. Really, mm. you know, there's a, there's some you know bits and pieces of news coming out of there, but you know, Thursday, Friday stuff will really start to to gear up. So just a little stuff. You got the NFL owners meeting starting. You got you know Major League uh, Baseball uh, uh, opening day is Thursday. So there's little bits coming out of there. Still, some more basketball news here in Tucson. Yeah. Um, you know things like uh, <clears throat> betting odds and things like that coming up. Futures for uh, you know Major League Baseball uh, win totals and those kinds of things. So, it's a lot of little stuff like that happening right now. Okay. Okay. So we haven't solved the Arizona men's basketball problem yet. No, you know, still a lot of conversation about uh, about Kirk Kreisa and then and. Uh, you know what the Wildcats are going to do. All these names that are going into the portal and who Arizona is going to go after. You know, I said off air. You know, we need to get Matt Moreno in here. I'm sure he's got his yeah. finger on the pulse of that. Um, and then uh, Arizona women's basketball lost another player today, as Mary Martinez, who was eligible to come back, she could have another year of eligibility. Decided to take her take her talents to the WNBA, mm-hmm. so she's declared for the WNBA. So, I mean, Adia's starting from scratch again. It's funny. I was thinking this last night. I don't know why, but if we get to to Tommy in the next two weeks or a month or year or whatever, we talk to Tommy again. Ask him. So is NIL is it more about the, the transfers? Is the transfers okay? Back in the day, in our day, when we covered team, mm-hmm. guys either didn't like the situation right. or they didn't like their playing time right. or they didn't like the coach, right. which is the kind of the situation. Right. Now, and I don't know what his answer would be. Okay, is it more NIL? Is it more, I don't like my situation, I don't like my playing time, I just, you know, should have never picked here in the first place. Right. Um, uh, I want to get closer to home. Gotta get, that was an excuse, yes. Yeah. Uh, they left. Um, there's you know, so many I, options. I always, you know, in, in, in when you're talking about football, I always wanted to play at USC, and now I can. No, you, yeah. With Did you see his comments about... Uh, I saw the, yeah, and I saw there was, uh, the LA Times did an article on, on Dorian Singer, and, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of his story. And, and really, when, when you read that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got the impression that he came here because, remember, he came as a walk-on because it was his best option. 
and it was never his intention to stay. Oh. He was always going. He was. He came here to get get attention to then find another place. So to how go. did he get? How did he end up here? What happened was. What happened was. He 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 kept turning down offers because he thought he was going to get offered by LSU, and then he never did. And then by the time he realized he wasn't getting an offer from LSU, his other offers that he had he had been given, which were some decent, I can't remember what they were, but there were some were decent schools in there. They, those offers no longer existed, yeah. so now he didn't have anywhere to go. So um, he he got an op- he, he had been in contact with Jed Fish, and and Jed offered him a preferred walk on with a promise that if he you know did the work and yada yada yada, yeah. he'd get a scholarship as in after his uh, after his freshman year. And you got the sense that he was he was never going to be at Arizona for well, for four years. That it, all of it was he came here to 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 play, get some attention, and then find another place to go, which is exactly what he did. Okay, more power to him. He I mean, his- it sounds like he was he was probably may have been good enough at LSU, but then it, they just kind of ran out of scholarships for him, and then he mm-hmm. never got the offer that he thought was coming. Why there? Why there? I don't I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember what the it was no. sort of a dream school for him, I guess. Okay. And uh, but he had, like I said, he had a couple of other decent offers that he didn't act on, and then the LSU offer never came. And by that time, he was he had no he had nothing, and he he the only other offer he had besides preferred walk on from Arizona was to go to NAU. Oh yeah, and he had a scholarship offer there, but he didn't want to play at NAU. Yeah. So now you know why I'm single. I'm still waiting for my offer from Miss America. Uh, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so it was an interesting story um, uh, out, of, out of there on him. Uh, well, I if saw, you go to the L.A. Times, you, you I saw some that. other things that from maybe another paper that he was just um, – he wanted a better situation, right. more winning. You know, winning, Right. He wanted to win more games. Win more games, it, high yeah. profile. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. No, no fault of that. Shocker, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what we thought all along. Do you also think that maybe one of the factors is kind of the Peter Principle, where things level off in terms of talent? Uh, maybe Zing, uh, Singer was better than this place, yeah. So he's kind of stepping up to sure. go there. And I'm not singling him, out, but in basketball, yeah, you find the level of competition where where FIU has uh, some people or FAU has some people. Uh, some of the lower people have are better than what they right. are, and then the lower the higher guys are probably lower than what they right. were. Right. Yeah. Well, when you get a place like FAU, for instance, uh, let, let's use them as an example. You get guys who, you know, are fortunate to be there. Yeah. Right? That's, you know, they didn't get an offer better than that, and they go to FAU. And then you get transfers who somebody like a, and I don't know where the FAU guys came from, but let's say you, you get a guy who got recruited to North Carolina. Well, he got recruited to North Carolina, and he, he got, you know, brought into North Carolina because they thought he was going to be really right. good. Right. Whatever for whatever reason it didn't pan out. Didn't pan out right. He wasn't good enough. Yeah. Maybe somebody better than him at his position. Whatever. And now that same guy that was a four and a half or five star guy who got recruited in North Carolina, now he backs down and goes to NA uh, to FAU, and he's really good. Yeah. Right. Well, and and that and that's how that happens. I mean, look at Courtney Ramey. Right. Guy was at Texas. He was yeah. doing great. Um. You know. And he just said, "I got. I can." St- I think in his mind, he felt going to Arizona was a little bit of a step up for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go higher to Arizona, profile. right, yeah. to get a little higher profile in the whole bit. Who knows what that's going to do for him now, you know, that, that it's done. But, you know, these teams that are suddenly mid, middle of the road kind of teams, the San Diego States, FAU, I'm not going to put UConn in there because there's, there's a discussion on Twitter about are they blue blood. I, 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 saw, that. Saw, that. I saw that. But, and then, you know, even, even in Miami, who, even though they're in the ACC, nobody – 
nobody mistakes them for a, a, a college basketball power. Right. They're really good right now. You know, they get players who might who they couldn't get during the recruiting process, but now they become available because things didn't work out for them at Kansas or Duke yeah. or North Carolina or Michigan State or whatever, and they and they kind of take a little bit of a step back, and now they thrive. Well, I think one of the things that we, and we saw here uh, with McConnell. Right, Duquesne. He goes to Duquesne. He is what he is, and then Miller sees him from back. He has some family history, whatever. Comes here, and I guarantee you, unless I'm wrong, uh, his junior year, as good as he is, his junior year, you're thinking, no, he's not an NBA player. Yeah, no. Uh, Miller convinced try to Dude, convince after people. after his senior year, I didn't think he was an no, NBA exa- player. Exa- exactly. <laughs> so you're thinking, and then all of a sudden, he's making tons of money for his fifth or yeah. sixth, seventh year now. Right. Uh, what do we know, right? Yeah. But uh, but that's just kind of how it is. You know, you find the level of where you're at, show them how good you are, and prove people wrong. Yeah, I, I think you you can just say that the the transfer portal has done a lot of things, but one of the things that it's done is it's spread the talent. Spread the talent, right? And and it's it's. Uh, it's funny this. Oh, it's happening more and more, and probably is uh, on, on Facebook or Twitter. I can't remember what it was. Probably Facebook. So, uh, they says, "Well, it's happening more. It hasn't happened. People have been divorcing each other for yeah, years. Yeah, that's what this is. It's just a freer. It's, it's a, a freer to do it. Right, a freer to do it. I mean, I mean, look, you know, it, it, it. North Carolina doesn't have twelve guys on its roster anymore that can start anywhere like they used to. Right, because those guys who aren't playing. Move on. Right. They go somewhere where they can play. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so all of a sudden, you know, Tommy Lloyd at Arizona has got a seven-man rotation because he, doesn't, he, he hasn't been able to stockpile talent like they used to, which is, you know, that, that's the long-held reason why, you know, uh, college football has got, you know, when, when they reduce scholarships to 85, USC couldn't hoard 105 yeah. five-star guys, yeah. right? Neither could Alabama. When did they do that? What, oh, years? that's been years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm back when we were covering football. Yeah. But the point being that what the transfer portal has done in basketball, it's more prevalent in basketball, is where you and you, North Carolina used to have, you know, the 12th guy on the bench could start yeah. at most schools. Well, that guy isn't there anymore because right. he's gone to – FAU. Well, in my example, for that kind of example, is Lutz. Lutz time, and I use this as examples. So he, he had 10 good dudes. Right. Not all the time. He played, you know, seven or eight. Yeah. When it came down to, he was unlike, same same as every other coach, he played seven or eight guys. Eight, maybe. Eight, maybe. Maybe nine. Maybe. Maybe nine. But, but the thing is, the first five had a heck of a time facing the second five because when you wanted to get better, you knew you had to get better by beating these guys. Right. You know, uh, uh, this is extreme examples, but Jason Terry was facing Mike Bibby, right. uh, Simon against the those guys, right. and you got. Some, but that's how you got better, right? You already because you were playing against those guys. You played against those guys, right? And that's typically how you get better, right? Uh, so here we are. Uh, everybody, more and more transfers jumping in. More than a thousand, I hear now, right? Yeah. Uh, so maybe, and it goes till May eleventh uh, when you can finally get in and get out or whatever. Right. Um, so so we'll see, we'll see. A lot of great names. Yeah, it's it's changed it's changed everything. And Josh Pastner, you know, and our, yeah. our guest. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I, I should later. But you, know, you got out of the rhythm, right? Being gone all this time. Just maybe half an hour ago, posted yesterday's podcast. Yeah, go listen. But to go him. listen to yeah. Josh Pastner. He we had him in the uh, in the second hour. An interesting discussion, you know, from a coach who's been there as to how things are changing and what's happening yeah. in that regard. And you know, talking about. As I, as I mentioned, both you know in, in the press conferences in um, uh, before the games in, uh, in at the West Regional in Vegas, both Mick Cronin and and Dan Hurley had a conversation about how 
right now they're still recruiting. You know, while they're trying to play these games, they're recruiting because the transfer portal is open and they're having to recruit their guys that are there now to stay and, and how that's just changed everything. Yeah, without question. And then there's that fine line, and we'll talk. We have actually. Let's go to our guest today. We have three uh, fifteen. Uh, Ed Bosberg. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, start of Major League Baseball season is uh, is Thursday. A lot of new stuff happening. I want to talk to Ed about you know how do you, how does he think how does he think he would have handled the new pitch count uh, the pitch clock the the rules there and then there's some other things uh, uh, going going you know that are going on with baseball. So we'll talk to Ed about that. Former, you know, he's a local kid. Went to South Point. Uh, went to U of A, a pitch in the majors for a lot of years for a bunch of different teams. And then at uh, at 4.15, Jim Rosborough will come in. And, and we'll uh, talk about what we're talking well, about. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get some of his... Uh, some of his uh, uh, viewpoints on yeah, that. Yeah, because, you know, he's not dealing with it, per se, at the GC level, but he was back in the day how it was. And it, people were just jumping. And he's got to imagine what it, what yeah. it would be. If he's still a, an assistant coach, would he would he want to be doing that? Uh, oh, you know, yeah. like other coaches who have we talked to have said, no, way. no freaking way. Yeah, no way. No, it's, okay, so this conversation should be very fun. If you didn't listen to us with Josh, we had a lot of fun with him. He, he let us know what he's up to. Uh, he could be in the media, who knows. But listen up, it was a fun, fun interview. It was a really fun interview. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got, I, you know, the people I talked to regularly said they really liked that interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I still believe he should have chased uh, Miguel Jibby and... Uh, <laughs> to get some more playing time to see if him and Miles and all those guys had eligibility left. Change their names just a little bit, exactly, right? Exactly, just a little bit. Just his little so, uh, yeah, Okay, so, so we'll talk more about this uh, when we talk about two Raws and yeah. stuff. But, uh, you know, it's a, it, just a, you know, a lot of conversation about this crazy NCAA tournament. Yeah. Is yeah. this a sign of things to come? Okay, so, is it a one-off? Okay, so uh, the, the Final Four is in Phoenix next year. Um and we'll probably both be there. You probably work yeah, it. I'll probably yeah. cover it. Uh, uh, would you? Okay, remove yourself from that situation. These four teams go back next year without having played this year. Same, same, sexy four teams. Mm-hmm. You buying a ticket to go watch? No, exactly. That was hoping I'm not, you'd say that. I'll, I'll go work it. You know, but I, I, I was. You know what? I was never when they moved the Final Fours to stadiums. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't doing that anymore. Anyways, I mean, that was I, after I, Charlotte. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. I, I I mean I went to the '97 one, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that was because Arizona was in it. Yeah. But you know I didn't go to the the other Arizona ones. Um, and and you know I I think one year, you know how you could you could submit an application yeah. and you had to pay for the yeah. ticket, mm-hmm. and then you'd get reimbursed. You know if you, if you don't get if you didn't get tickets. I yeah. think I did that one time, but I was never. To, if your team's not in it, if my team's not in it, I just assume watch it on television. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and to this day, Steve, to this day, cause I didn't go in 94, right? I mean, I covered the 88 one. I didn't, I didn't even think about going to 94, yeah. right? Uh, then again, I had a, you know, a one year old son, um, 97. I have no idea. I, to this day, do not know why we thought we should go to that. Cause there was to be part of it. To be part but of it, th- there was no chance they were going to win that. <laughs> well, you were part of it, <laughs> right? You were part of it. And then uh, I didn't go in two thousand one. Then I think it was two thousand three where they lost at the last minute yeah. to Kansas. Yeah, we were ready to go to that one, but that's because yeah. my kid, our kids were twelve years old, right? They, were, they wanted to go and back. They were the best team in the country. Yeah, then, uh, yeah. And Kansas. we tried to go. We were going to go to that one. Um, but after that, didn't really. Didn't yeah, really we'll turn. talk more about this because when we have Ross. Okay, we got to go. We got to go. All right, let's take our break. We'll be back. It'll be uh, Ed Bosberg. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball and all that goes with that.
For more than 20 years, the Window Depot has provided the best price and the biggest inventory on in-stock vinyl windows. And now, the Window Depot is more than a window store, offering homeowners and contractors a one-stop warehouse offering interior and exterior doors, granite and quartz countertops, in-stock cabinetry, and skylights to finish your project. Their team of professionals will help with everything from free kitchen design to custom orders from leading manufacturers like Milgard and Geldwin. Order online or find a location near you at thewindowdepot.com. Where do you buy exercise equipment? Arizona Health. Arizona Health. Arizona Health, of course. To feel better and look better, it makes sense to buy your fitness equipment from the people who know it better than anyone else. At Arizona Health, our goal is to help you choose the equipment you need to reach your goals. Your health and fitness deserve the best. You deserve Arizona Health. The leading edge in exercise equipment. On 22nd, just west of Wilmot. Are you an Arizona native? Well, we can make you feel like one by using Arizona native turf and landscaping. We've been around for more than 30 years, so we know the Tucson territory. We offer design, install, and maintenance services that include complimentary estimates for our services. We work with artificial turf, pavers, barbecues, irrigation, lighting, and more. We transform landscapes into quiet places of intimate reflection and perfect settings for family gatherings or exceptional outdoor entertainment. If you aren't an Arizona native let us make your home look like you are visit aznativelandscaping.com if you think now's not a good time to buy or refinance a home think again interest rates are at all-time lows on most loan programs and paul volpe of nova home loans is ready to help you find the option that best fits your needs if you're looking for your dream home or want to get cash out to refinance on a current home visit volpeteam.com that's v-o-l-p-e team.com or call 618-5626 today it's a new year and time to give a creative award to your student athletes. Winter and spring award seasons, as well as for grade school, middle school, and high school athletes. Scholastic awards for those academic students just in time to recognize all their achievements. Visit Creative Awards online at creativeawardsaz.com or visit their idea studio at 228 West Drachman Street in Tucson. It's also time to get your creative promotional products for the upcoming conventions, giveaways to promote your company, and get your employees new apparel to look sharp representing you and your company. Come see Creative Awards, 228 West Drachman Street, or online at creativeawardsaz.com. Neck pain, back pain, car accident, headaches, sports injury. Ornelas Chiropractic's goal is to help our patients achieve a healthy lifestyle. Combining chiropractic care with physical medicine modalities, therapeutic procedures, and massage therapy not only reduce pain, but helps the body heal itself as well as provide other health benefits. Ornelas Chiropractic, we use a natural approach to improve an individual's health and well-being. Don't suffer any longer. Call Ornelas Chiropractic today. The holidays are fast approaching. After a difficult year, we're sure everyone could use a little financial help. Pyramid Federal Credit Union is bringing back the Holiday Helper Loan, a low-interest short-term loan that can help get you through the holidays. In support of our community, Pyramid is making a donation to the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona from each loan. For more information or apply online, visit pyramidfcu.com slash holidayhelper. All loans are on approved credit. Other restrictions may apply. Pyramid Federal Credit Union insured NCUA. Need an attorney you can trust? One you can rely on to fight for you? Call Richard B. Bacall. 
He's recognized and distinguished as a top attorney in North America by the Who's Who directory. He's practiced law for three decades, handling criminal law, juvenile law, and Native American law. He's a graduate of the University of Arizona and a member of the Federal Bar Association and William D. Browning Division. He's admitted to the U.S. District Court, D. Arizona, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and the State of Arizona. He's got you covered. And yes, he's fluent in Spanish, too. Give Rick a call at 520-740-1213 or Google Richard B. Bacall at Top Attorneys of North America. Did you know sports cards and memorabilia are setting record sales? Last month, the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle sold for $12.6 million. LeBron James Rookie sold for $5.6. Also, collecting cards is a family fun hobby that can be very profitable. If you want to start a collection or expand your collection, check out Showtime Cards. They are one of the leading card shops in the country and have served our local community for 25 years. They are located on East Speedway. That's Showtime Cards. Why is mining so important? It's the foundation of everything that defines a society. Everything you see is a product of mining. No matter when, no matter how, no matter why, every society on this planet has developed, grown, and modernized based solely on the minerals it could process. That, my friend, is why mining is so important. Brought to you by the Southern Arizona Business Coalition. Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez. They have their eye on the ball on Tucson Sports Station, Fox Sports 1450. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm Steve Rivera. He's Jay Gonzalez. Now on the phone, we have former major leaguer Ed Bosberg. How you doing, Ed? I'm awesome. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. We we went to the expert. We want to have a with opening day starting here pretty soon. We wanted to have an expert about playing in the major leagues for a while and being part of the roster how, how was it being on that opening day roster for you and how many years were you on on a major league team you know i i i was involved playing for 21 years and i did not i started 1983 with the san diego padres and i believe my first opening day roster was believe it or not was 1994 so with the Texas Rangers. So I had to wait a long time to make an opening day roster, and it truly felt like a dream come true. I mean, wanting to be a, a, a professional baseball player since I was a kid. I mean, I think a lot of kids have that dream, but I was fortunate enough to play in the Little League World Series, losing to Taiwan in the final game. So I got a taste of really... You know, playing in front of really big crowds and, and having our game be on television. So, obviously, it was just a huge dream to make that opening day roster and just to see how it's incredibly exciting. It's really even hard to describe. Well, Ed, you know, they, uh, this week uh, they uh, we've seen videos from different teams of uh, managers telling guys that they've made the roster. Uh, you know, now in this case, it's opening day roster, but... You know, when you came up the ma- to the majors for the first time, and were called up. What you know, what was it? What what happened? What was the experience? And who'd you call? And, and how how did that happen? And then what did you you know what did you do? You know, I, I want to say my biggest thrill of making an opening day roster was my last one. I I was a forty year old. I went into spring training with the Montreal Expos as a non roster guy. Frank Robinson was the manager. 
the chances of me really making the team were not really good. And I pitched incredibly well. And I just remember being on pins and needles coming down the last day or two thinking, gosh, am I going to make it or am I not going to make it? And then I remember Frank calling me in the office and saying, you're on the team. And I just remember how, I just remember thinking that was one of my greatest accomplishments is being a 40-year-old and, and going in there and making a roster when, because I had to really outpitch anybody to, to have somebody, because they basically had to make a spot for me, take somebody off the roster. And so that was probably one of my greatest thrills was to make it as a 40-year-old. But what about the first time you got called up? When, when was that? And do you remember exactly how that happened, you know, when you were told? You were going up to the major leagues. I, I was I was playing in, in Las Vegas in 1986, and that was the first time I got the opportunity to get called up. And it was September. We had made the playoffs, and our AAA team had actually won the PCL. And so we were all excited. I think guys that thought they might have a chance. And then I remember we didn't find out really until the end of the playoffs that I was going to be one of the guys that was able to get called up. And I'll never forget, you know, my family calling them and telling them and, and being able to pitch in San Diego and, and pitch against the San Francisco Giants. They had Will Clark and Matt Williams and the first batter. I'll never forget the first batter I faced was Dan Gladden, and I, I fell behind 3-1, and one and I just remember thinking to myself, I can't walk the first batter I ever faced, and I threw him a, a fastball, and he flied out to right, and I thought, well, I got the first guy. So it was a huge thrill that first time and every time, actually. Right. I mean, just looking back, it seems like it was yesterday, and it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it. And as you look back to your career, a long career, two decades worth, how do you how do you review it? Is it a good thing? I mean, come on, to, to us for a day would be fantastic, <laughs> right? But for you, how, how do you rate it? You know, looking back, guys, it, it, to me, I... I I look back and I think, wow, that was even more difficult than I thought it was because nowadays, you know, they're eliminating minor league teams. And, mm-hmm. and I did get drafted out of high school, and I I, I was fortunate enough to, to be able to go to the university and play for Coach Kendall and Coach, Coach Wing and Jerry Stitt. And, and I really thought college was a better journey for me because I didn't feel – I was mature enough to play at a, at a 17-year-old kid. And the University of Arizona for my four years was phenomenal. We were lucky enough to win the College World Series as a freshman. I won our first game. And, you know, I, I all, all the journey throughout the years seems like a blur. But, you know, I, I went out to St. Augustine's and I was talking to these kids yesterday and talking to them about, what you know dream about dream something big don't have little dreams dream something big i dreamed of being a major leaguer and i try to tell every kid there's nothing that you cannot do if you really believe in your heart that you can do it and you work for it so that's my mantra i'm lucky enough to work at a great place like dbat i'm still involved in the game and i still work with young kids and that just gives me it makes me gives me fulfillment to try to help these kids every day yeah, do you uh, look at the uh, the? I know you've been away from it a while now, but uh, opening day. Do you still have connections to anybody out for this this year, or maybe last year, where uh, people get still get excited for it? 
You know, I, I, I love it. I don't watch baseball like I used to. It, it has changed so much, you know, talking about the rules and stuff. I'm not a fan of trying to speed up the game. I don't, I don't like the clock as a pitcher and the batter has to get in there. I, I really, one rule I don't mind, I don't mind having the reliever coming in to face three guys. I, I don't know if they even still have the rule. I, I don't like the runner on second base and extra innings. I think that, you know, I played a 19-inning game in AAA one year, and, you know, the part of the game is playing extra innings. And, you know, and, and that's the beauty of it. And I just, I do think we need instant replay. We do have it, which is great. But I also, you know, I, I think about, you know, years ago, you guys remember when the pitcher for the Diamondbacks was covering for... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First base, and he had a perfect game. It was the last out of the game that Jim Joyce missed it. I think, you know, we need, we need instant replay because that poor umpire, he got death threats for missing that. It was right. an obvious. He was obviously out. He called him safe. It ruined the poor kid's chance at having a perfect game. But, you know, some of the rules are good. I don't like, I never liked the shift. I'm glad they got rid of it. But I just think they need to quit messing with the timing of the game. You know, talking about that pitch clock. So, we, you know, we, we know why they're doing it. It's speeding up the game, but, you know, pitchers taking a long time or batters taking a long time. First of all, what kind of a pitcher were you in that regard? You know, did you feel like you just had a good pace? Were you quick? Did you take your time? Uh, how did you how did you approach you know what you were doing? You know that's a great question, Jay. I think a lot of times pitchers want to work fast when you're going really well. You want to keep the game going. I I know a lot of coaches will tell you know their pitchers get on the mound, get the sign, go. And a lot of times when I would struggle a little bit, that's when I would take a little bit more time to kind of gather my thoughts and figure out what am I doing wrong. But the game should work at a good pace. You know, I think, you know, I, one thing I never thought I would ever admit is I think they need to get rid of the home plate. I'm calling the strikes. I think they need to go to the little box. Wow. I think, you know, nobody would complain as much. I think pitchers get the short end of it. I think umpires miss a lot of pitches for pitchers. And, you know, when a pitcher has to throw a major league hitter more than three strikes, I think that's a lot of times when pitchers get hurt. So, Again, I never thought I would say it, but I do think they need to get rid of <laughs> that's the home a, that's plate interesting you would, strikes. I find it really interesting that you would say that because, you know, there's so many, you know, I, I feel like baseball has the most what you would call purists. They want the they want the game to be what it was, you know, in the 1960s. And, you know, and, and as you said, you know, avoid some of the stuff. But I, I find it interesting that you would say that you'd love to see you know, the balls and strikes, you know, called automatically by some technology. I think that's very funny. I never thought I would ever say it, you know, <laughs> Jay. And yeah, I remember watching games and watching Hal McCray going in and breaking up, set, you know, double play and throwing his body at the shortstop. Now you can't do it. Now yeah. you got to slide. Everything is politically correct. You know, you can't block the plate. You remember when Ray Fossey right. got hit by Pete Rose, and it basically ruined – 
Ray Fossey's career, and that was an all-star game. I mean, I love, I love, I'm an old school guy. I love the way Pete Rose hustled. Obviously, I don't agree with him being in the Hall of Fame because I believe he bet on the game and he should, he knew what he was doing. And I think the steroid thing is a whole different story. I've, I've changed my opinion on Barry Bonds and Clemens. Those guys should be in. They were great players, they had the talent. A steroids doesn't help you hit a baseball, it only helps you hit it farther. Uh, and they're hitting home runs with that. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, let's kind of just go off the cuff here. So I, I, I don't know if I've ever asked you, who was your toughest out? Barry Bonds, for sure. And I was fortunate enough to play against Barry at ASU. I knew when Barry was a freshman in college, I knew he was going to be great. I, I saw how he approached the game, how he had the great eye always. You know, obviously he wasn't a great power hitter early, but... Barry was, had, you know, he grew up, and I heard a story about him the other day and why he choked up, and, and I never knew this, but he said that he choked up on the bat because he would always pick up his dad's bat, and he'd have to choke up because yeah. the bat was so big so for big, him. Yeah. Yeah. So he learned how to hit choking up because he always picked up his dad's bat. I try to encourage kids all the time now to choke up on the bat. I always say the greatest, one of the greatest hitters ever, choked up on a bat and what what did he do he set the record for home runs and and barry to me is he will go down he should be as one of the great he was a great outfielder as well as a great hitter you know look at all the stolen bases he had as well okay so here's one for you and i know you've been out of baseball for a long time and there have been a lot of a lot of new stadiums built the sports illustrated ranked the 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 stadiums you know one to 30 in order and there's a lot of new ones in there but as a as a player did you have a favorite stadium that you like to play in that maybe even going to that stadium, you felt like you played better. Maybe you were more comfortable or you liked the surroundings or whatever. Did you look forward to playing in certain stadiums? Uh, even if they were your own? That's a great question. Three of my favorite were obviously Wrigley. I loved going to Wrigley. Fenway park was a dream. And I, in the old Yankee stadium, those three to me were fabulous. I was able to pitch in all of them. I remember, you know, I gave up a few home runs in Lake Yankee Stadium. I pitched really well in Boston. I came in one time with the bases loaded, nobody out in Boston, and was able to get a, a ground ball double play and a strikeout. And then, you know, I was able to pitch, um, obviously, in what was the third one I said? Wrigley. I faced Sammy Sosa in Wrigley Field. I mean, when Sammy was in his heyday and I was able to strike him out. So that was a huge throw for me. You know, I see all the new stadiums now, and they're beautiful. And, you know, Milwaukee was one of the worst stadiums, and now they have this beautiful stadium. So, you know, even all the minor league stadiums, you look at the spring training stadiums in Phoenix, they're fabulous. And, you know, and I played in a lot of really, really ugly, bad stadiums. But, see, I mean, look at High Corbett. What they have done for the U of A at High Corbett, it's in such great shape, and it's beautiful. Terry donated that money. They have the batting cages out there on right field. It's just beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna, wait. I get to I get to ask him this because I'm I'm a fan. Did you like Dodger Stadium? I did like Dodger Stadium, and I ended up. I didn't have the greatest luck there. I gave up a home run to Juan Samuel. I remember, and unfortunately, I had a run with the Giants when I was in 1990. And my experience in Dodger Stadium, I remember getting sent down right after that. But Dodger Stadium was all, always a thrill. You know, having Vin Scully say your name and my dad, 
used to tape the games and stuff on cassette tapes. And my dad taped a game that I pitched with for two innings. And it was a thrill to have Vin Scully say my name. I mean, talk about a, you know, a voice of an angel. Right. The guy's in heaven now. But, you know, Dodger Stadium was always in great shape. And it was just my older brother was a huge, huge Dodger fan. And my dream was to be a Dodger. And it just I actually was with him a couple different times but it just never worked out yeah, yeah. all right very cool satisfactory answer i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> thank you ed as always appreciate you you got it guys i love your show keep yeah, it up thank you thanks thank i you. Appreciate, appreciate it, it. yeah uh, ed Vosberg, former he played for a number of teams that gave me played, goose, that gave me goosebumps how about dodger stuff <laughs> i got i got goosebumps uh, on the back of my give neck a, give me kleenex <laughs> give me kleenex there kid we got to come back. <laughs> Very cool. All right, yeah. Let's uh, let's uh, get clear out for now. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of this stuff. Uh, it, it's, Ed's got me excited about the start of Major League Baseball. It starts season. Thursday, right? Thursday, right. Thursday. Everybody plays on Thursday. All right, we'll be right back. If you're an Arizona men's basketball fan, you know it's been successful for nearly 40 years. Now, take a look back at the Lute Olsen era in my new book, Lessons from Lute. It was a labor of love through the eyes of 25 former players, coaches, and friends to give insight to the coach and the man who led them, competed against them, and inspired them. 25 chapters for his 25 years as Arizona's beloved coach. Lessons from Lute is an insight to how he built the program into a national powerhouse. Want one? Email me at steve.rivera. 95 at gmail.com. Hey, Wildcat Nation. Jake Fisher here. I got to tell you about my winning team over at Arizona Health Insider. I was able to get a custom private health insurance plan with no deductibles, no co-pays, nationwide coverage, and I get to pick my own doctor for less than $200 a month. If you want to avoid getting gouged on the exchange and you want real health insurance, call Arizona Health Insiders, 520-850-6866. 520-850-6866. Bear down. What's your goal? A new career or career advancement? How about transferring to a four-year college? Pima Community College can help you make someday today and reach your goals affordably on your schedule. With over 100 programs to choose from and financial aid available, it's time to earn the degree or certificate you need to prepare for the career you want. Pima offers free career exploration classes so you can choose the field that's right for you. Learn how at pima.edu slash someday. Is your old AC system struggling to keep your home comfortable during the summer? I'm Ron from Picture Rocks Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. Do you dread hearing that AC come on because of high electricity bills? Replace it now with a new high-efficiency system before the long, hot summer. With rebates, tax credits, and energy savings, it just makes sense. Call 520-440-4069. Need more affordable auto and home insurance while making sure your family has the coverage it needs when mayhem happens? They've got you covered at the Edmund Marcus All-State Agency. Go see Edmund Marcus. He's born and raised in Tucson and a proud graduate of the University of Arizona. He's been an All-State agent for 25 years and has an award-winning agency which takes care of his clients. Call him today at 520-323-9333 for an auto and home quote and let him save you money and make sure you have the coverage you need. You're in good hands with the Edmund Marcus All-State Agency. 
Do you want to be part of a winning team? A-Team Security is looking for friendly, outgoing event security guards and event staff to be a part of our team. We've been providing our outstanding services to some of Arizona's biggest sporting events and concerts for over 20 years. We want you to join the action. A-Team offers a fun and exciting opportunity to work in the sports and entertainment industry with flexible schedules that are perfect for those looking for a part-time job or a second income. Come be a part of a winning team, the A-Team. Apply online today at ateamsecurity.net. Want your house to get in tip-top shape for the upcoming year? Give Rescue Home Improvements and HVAC LLC a call. They are do-it-all handymen who will take care of everything from home repair, heating and cooling service, home maintenance, and more. If you're a snowbird, they'll maintain your property's beauty just as you like it. They're in the business of rescuing their clients' prized possessions. Give Rescue Home Improvements and HVAC a call at 520-240-2910. Again, Rescue Home Improvements and HVAC. Call today. And they're off. Enjoy live horse racing this Saturday and Sunday at historic Rayito Park Racetrack with exciting quarter horse and thoroughbred racing. Rayito is the birthplace of quarter horse racing. So come to the track this weekend and enjoy live racing during their 80th season. Entertainment, great food, thrilling horse racing, and fun for everyone. Gates open at 11 a.m. with post time at 1 at Rayito Racetrack, located at First Avenue and River Road. Presented by Rayito Park Foundation. Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez. They have their eye on the ball on Tucson Sports Station. Fox Sports 1450. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm Steve Rivera. He's Jay Gonzalez. I was good to talk to Ed. Made yeah, you, you know. Made, made you cry a little. Well, you know, I mean, I love that he liked pitching and he wanted to. You know, he wanted to pitch in Dodger State. Well, he didn't tell you, though, that uh, it was Tommy Lasorda that kind of ruined that for him. So he cut him and and said he'd never pitch in the – I don't want to change the story, but I don't think he ever thought he'd pitch in the major leagues. That he hung with it. That he hung with it, yeah. He's he's listed as having played 10 years in the majors. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of guys do that. No. He had a long career, you know, minors and all that kind of stuff. Right. But to have 10 years in the major leagues, man, that's that's a a legit – Baseball career. It's not yeah. a cup of coffee or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, pitched here with the Toros yeah. for a while, or I think Toros. Yeah, yeah. And he was with the Diamondbacks, and he was with mm-hmm. a bunch of. All right, so we we did mention that there that uh, Sports Illustrated did come out with a ranking of the top thirty. Well, the ranking of the thirty uh, major league ballparks, uh, one through thirty. Um, was there a criteria? Like uh, how did they come to this? Let's see. Let me see what it says. Um, no, not really. Just to basically. Um, you know, just the overall atmosphere and the facility itself, and yada yada yada. And they, you know, e- easily the number thirty was Tropicana Field, where mm-hmm. the where the Ray, Devil Rays play, and they're they're getting a new stadium. Yeah, uh, they had a Final Four there too. It, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. So so there's a Tropicana Field. Twenty nine is Oakland Coliseum, another stadium that yeah, nobody goes might to. not be around for 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 a whole yeah. lot longer. Yeah. And then one that you've actually been to, Diamondbacks, Angel Stadium, Angel Stadium is twenty eight. That's probably because it's so old. It's really old. Yeah, they've done a lot of stuff to it. I was there last year, um, uh, and it was you know it wasn't bad. Yeah, but compared to where was the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks would be number twenty five. Twenty five. And the reason I asked that because everybody wants to get rid of it, right? They just seem like they built it. It feels like it's not that old, and they want it because it's crumbling or whatever the, the people yeah, say. You know, yeah. you've heard those stories. We, one of the newer stadiums, Comerica Park, where the Tigers play, is after that. It's 26. Wow. And then uh, Blue Jays. So, you're, you're, as you can see, the pattern is the older stadiums are the ones that are sort of at the bottom of the list. Where's Wrigley? 
Wrigley is up high. And again, it, it takes into account all the other things, right? So Wrigley is Wrigley is number five. Really? Because that's old. Right. Fenway is number three, which I'm going to, I'll be there on Saturday, yes. which is very cool. Uh, it, it, about, about Wrigley, it says that it says the Red Sox have done a great job of modernizing it while retaining its the historic Cubs. charm. No, uh, Fenway. Fenway, okay. Fenway. Well, because it's changed so much. Yeah. yeah. The Dodgers are 15. They're right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it, it, it's an old park that doesn't, it says it's an old park that doesn't always feel like an old park. But when you go to, like I, I've been to San Diego Stadium. Right, yeah. Petco, and the concourses and things like that, and you see the difference because you go to Dodger Stadium and the concourses are tight, you know they're narrow. It's, yeah. it's you know built back in 1962 it opened, and then you see the spaciousness of of the of the concourse at the, at the newer parks. So you can, excuse me, you can tell the difference. But Dodger Stadium to me is a lot like Disneyland. It's old as hell, but it's very clean. They yeah. keep it very clean. It's pristine. How long does it take to get out of there? Um, you have to plan to take an hour to get out of there. Yeah. You know, it, what, what we'll always do is we'll go to our car and we'll just sit there for a while. We, what we used to do is we used to back up to this uh, spot that overlooked downtown and we'd have a nice chest of beer in the, in the back of the car sure. and everybody but the driver and would, would drink beer until the parking lot pretty much cleared out, then we'd leave. Hmm. You know, it, it, can t- it can take you an hour to get out of there. At least an hour for that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've only been to like five or six of them. Um, and I'm not, I used to be a huge baseball fan, huge. Now I, you know, whatever. What I, I haven't been to this park, but what I thought would be number one is number two. And that's Oracle Park for the, the Giants. Uh-huh. I thought that would be number one. I mean, I've driven by it when we were at the, yeah. when uh, we're working in the West Regional in San Francisco, every day that we went to the you arena, the we went right by it. I'm like, what a spot for that ballpark. What's as much as I one? hate the Giants. I'll give you three guesses. Oh no! You're not gonna Let's just it. say it's a you know it's it's one of the newer parks, but it's a team that's just not been very good for a very long time. Man, the rain, not the Rangers. If it's because no. a brand new one, the Rangers are um, tennis because they just moved into a brand new spot. Yeah, the Rangers are. Wow. wow. Going down 13. 13. So let me tell you, I covered them in 87, uh, the, the the Rangers back in 87 when I was an intern in Dallas. So that's 87, 35, 36 years ago. They've already had two. They're on their second I part can't since believe then. That. You know, I think I have shorts <laughs> older than that. Underwear older than that because they just built one and I'm thinking, okay, that's cool. They, and then they built another one. one. I said, what's going on here? Uh, one that one that's been around a while. It was really the first of the of the new style parks, Camden Yards. Is eight. Wait, wait. Who said? Who'd you say number one was? I haven't said. Okay, that's why. Well, you were still guessing. I was telling you, it's a it's a team that hasn't been really been very good for a very long time. Miami, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. PNC Park. I I haven't been in, but I was there. The backdrop of the two bridges, uh, and 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 the and and the the downtown Pittsburgh in the background. There's a casino right next door. <laughs> I know that because I have relatives in Pittsburgh and I go there a lot and uh, go visit them and, yeah. and we go to the to the casino. Yeah, yeah so Pitt, PNC Park where the Pirates sense. plays number one, Oracle Park where the Giants plays number two, then yeah. Fenway at three, Petco Park the Padres, which I've been to, immaculate. It's like marble floors and stuff. Yeah, and a really really one, cool parts. Uh, they've got that warehouse in left field and, and all that kind of stuff. That's really that's number four. If Wrigley is five. Uh, then the Mets Park, the new ballpark, City Field is six. Uh, Coors Field, yeah, seven. I went, went to a soccer game there. 
uh, Camden Yards eight. The new, uh, well, I keep saying new. To, to me, all these, most yeah. of these ballparks are new. Target Field, where the Twins play, is nine, and then um, the Mariners Park, T-Mobile Park, is ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Bush Stadium, uh, uh, the new Yankee Stadium is. Do you think? Okay, so is sixteen. So after listening to Ed uh, and his his things about the new rules and all that, I don't go too many games. I'll go see maybe maybe a handful in, in Phoenix. Uh, that the new rules will in, incentivize or whatever word I need to use for fans to go see more games. I'm already hearing that it is that it's spring training games that people mm. say. Okay, I can go to a game now because I know I'm not going to be there three and a half or four hours. Okay, I'll, but, I'll, I'll, I love going to a two and a half hour, three, you know, three hour game. Okay, three. Okay, three and change. Okay, but it, it, but the thing, it, it's Steve. It's not so much the time; it's the time sitting there. You know, it's the time sitting there between pitches and oh, sure. watching the guy get out of the box and fix his batting gloves every single pitch. But, and you've, just how long it takes. You've done that. I've done that. We've both played. Uh, love the game to play. That's part of who we are. That's part I, of who I know, we... but I was a get in the batter's box and hit kind of guy. Yeah. Always was. And and the very the few times that I pitched, I was also just I'm just gonna get up there and throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm not not a major league pitcher. But some of these guys, you know, the the uh, what's his name, the guy, the guy that they that I think they did the baseball rule for, and I, he was he played for the Red Sox and he played for the Dodgers. Um, shortstop. Um, oh yeah, yeah, um, real good. Uh, yeah, and yeah. he'd get out and do all his yeah, batting gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated. He that. was he was married to the the soccer girl. Yeah, I hate that. What's his name? God, Mia why Ham. Are we... He's married to Mia Ham. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Really good. Yeah, we're gonna have Holy to we're gonna have to Google Mia, Mia Ham's husband. Yeah, yeah. Let's take this call. Hi, <laughs> 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 uh, you're on the air and I'm the ball. Gosh, I had to get you out of the baseball talk. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. <laughs> Take us into the doldrums of the sun. <laughs> God. No, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. Orby Farnsworth was a big Yankees from New York, and he used to say, don't talk to me about football till the baseball season's over. And you know what I mean? But it is a good topic because I think it would be cool, even if you're not a baseball fan, to go all on the parks. You know what I mean? Right. And people do and it, that. It's it, look, people opening do. day is coming up, and we'll talk about it, and then baseball season will start, and then it's it's the slog all the way until September. So yeah. you know, we got to talk about it now. i got a question for both of you. A baseball one for Jay and a basketball for uh, Steve. Uh, okay, baseball, I was going to – Steve's always first in my book, but I want to ask you, Jay, what was uh, when they changed Comiskey Park? When was the first year of the new Comiskey? Because I've been in the new Comiskey. I'm thinking uh, it was right around his rookie season, McGuire. It was late. It was late. Yeah, it was late 80s in Chicago. It was late 80s because I went to old Comiskey right before they knocked it down. (laughs) And I believe that was in, I'm going to say, 86 or 87. Right, because that's right around, uh, that was when his rookie season was. Um, So so it must have been. Old Comiskey, but I could have swore. That, oh, I guess when you go to the new, they show the old home plate at Old Comiskey. Yeah. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, okay, here's Steve's question. Steve, yes, what was that guy's name that the U of A recruited? He was six foot eight, and he never came because of his uh, uh, his books. Karen something wasn't that his name? Was Sean recruited? 
Terrence, Ferguson. Uh, yeah, he played. I remembered it. Ferguson. He played, yeah, Ferguson. Uh, yeah, he went to. He played in the Australia. And then he made it to, yeah, okay. to the NBA. I think, he, I think he played for the Oklahoma City team for a while. He, yeah, he got drafted by. I know everything. You know, everyone gets drafted in the NBA. I'm Mr. NBA. Yeah. He got drafted by the the Thunder. He played a little bit, yeah. cup of coffee, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But you you know this guy we got from Orlando. We bought him in a buyout. Terrence Ross. It's oh. no joke. He's uh, he, he uh, with the Wizards. Oh, he was with Washington, wasn't he, in, in college? Well, he's been with a lot of teams, but they got him from Orlando because he, he, he really is getting older and they want to go so Howard, young. Howard, let me let me either piss you off or not piss you off. Uh, uh, sons, are they going to get to the finals? Well, here it's they're they're okay. What they're they're, they're nurturing a bench right now. Okay, so. They're gonna they're gonna get out of the Western Conference, I think, because the Western Conference just really is dregs. But I'm pretty much scared about, you know, the Celtics and Milwaukee because they're like head and shoulders above certainly everybody in the West. Okay. Okay. So, so are they gonna get but to the finals? If he stays healthy, they will. Okay. Good luck. And with they're that. gonna win. If he, if Durant's healthy, we're gonna win. But if he's not. All bets are off, but we have developed a. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a slap, Tommy Tommy. But he's gonna learn this as he gets older as a coach. He's got to have a. He's got to develop a bench no matter what. Yeah. No. Because you know what I mean. I know it's not the NBA, but they got to develop a bench, not just for injuries. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's Howard. why Adama Ball wouldn't have transferred if they would have kept him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But he, he, again, Adama so Ball. That's on Tommy. Yeah. That's on Tommy. Well, if Adama Ball was good enough, he would have he would have played more, and he wasn't. So, hey, Howard, we no, got to go. He, he obviously thinks we. What you guys were saying about their feelings, Steve, you hit it right on the head. Yeah. There's so many things why these kids transfer right. these right. days right. Right. Thank more you, so than in our day. Thank you. You know. We All right, Howard, we got to hit the top of the hour. Thanks a bunch, man. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, so bye-bye. Jay, I've got about three or four uh, people yelling at me here. No more Garcia. Parra. There you go. That's the guy. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, everybody for sitting down. Thank you, Chris. I've got, I've got a couple of those too. Yeah. No, Chris, uh, to Sam, thank you much for listening. Uh, oh God! All right, okay. let's. Uh, hey, good first hour. Good first hour. Yeah, good first hour. Thank you, Eddie Vosberg. The fun stuff talking about Major League Baseball in the start of the season. So uh, we'll be right back, and in the second hour, we've got uh, Jim Rosborough. So stick around. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.